0: Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Happy Sunday. Wow! Happy Sunday. I love you in the name of Jesus Christ. This is Pastor Stacy, Pastor Stacy Sarton. I'm the pastor of New Jerusalem Missionary Baptist Church in Detroit, Michigan, and the author of Happy Sunday because every day is Sunday. It's a daily devotional with a devotional message for you for every single day of the year. Every day you wake up, there's a message waiting for you to give you hope, to give God praise, to share some wisdom, to touch you with the word. And so because the book is so good, we wanted to get it out there and promote it. So we started this podcast, and the podcast does the same thing that the book does. It gets you excited about just hope. It gets you excited about Wisdom. It gets you excited about loving God. And it just tells you things that you can kind of walk around all day with going, hmm, you know what? That's true. So today, March 5th, 2021, no matter what sin you committed yesterday, if God woke you up this morning, you have a second chance. Take it. The sin you committed is one for which he died. And the chance you have to be forgiven today Is one for which he rose confess repent and move forward in Christ so get up and happy Sunday move forward in Christ today confess repent forget yesterday this is a new day and you have a second chance no matter what happened with that first one you have been forgiven in Christ Jesus so accept it and live it out today don't let anything obstruct what you have in Christ today happy Sunday because every day is Sunday we got to believe in God and we've got to trust God because God is good. He protects us. He keeps us. And he's always there for us. So we have to do our part. Yeah, the world gets crazy. I've had a crazy week. I'm sure you've had a crazy week. It's Friday. Happy Friday. Thank you, Jesus. But Sunday is coming up. And happy Sunday, because every day is Sunday. And if we recognize what we can do on Sundays, then it makes every day Sunday. On Sundays, we can light up for Christ. And that means on Mondays, we can light up for Christ. And on Tuesdays and Wednesdays and Thursdays and Fridays, which makes every day Sunday, that's what we are. We're lights for Christ. We're candles in Christ. Psalm 1828, for you Bible readers and for you non-Bible readers, for thou wilt light my candle. The Lord, my God, will enlighten my darkness. We're light for God because it enlightens our darkness. He is light, so he doesn't need light. We need it. So we celebrate that he has given us light and we shine it, not just for him, but for ourselves because it enlightens our darkness. God is a consuming fire. And what does he consume? He consumes the darkness in our lives. As soon as he comes into our lives with that fire that he has, that, that, that burning sensation that we feel when the truth comes to us and goes through us, then we light up for him. The darkness goes away. The dark thoughts, the thoughts of doom, the thoughts of negativity. And it becomes positive. Why? Because God is positive. And that fire is what keeps us going. But you know what? The world... The world comes and it starts to crowd us with wax. You know how the candles are. Think of the candles. They're surrounded by wax. If you're looking at that wick. But, but, but we're, not, we're talking about a different type of candle. And we'll know and we'll understand why at the end. What we're talking about is one of those candles that are in the uh, uh, glass. And, and, and you have the, uh, uh, the, the scented candles at the house. And, and they have the, the, you can put the top on them and all. They usually have one to three wicks. And so, really, that's what we are. I like to think of us as those three wick ones, right? Because we're in the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, all one candle, right? And so we're like that scented candle. and We're giving off these scents to God, these scents, uh, these prayers and these these the, the worship and the praise and the thanksgiving. And those go up to God like that, that like aroma in his nostrils. And it smells good. It feels good. He, he, he wants that and it pleases him. And so that's why we give off that scent, that scent of praise, that scent of thanksgiving. And as we burn for God, on fire for God, lighten up our darkness, lighten up the world for others, because a candle not only lights its own area, but people who are around the candle can use the candle's light for their own light. I'm not on fire when I hold a candle, the candle is. The candle's giving the light. But if I hold that candle, I can, I can use that candle's light. If I'm near that candle, I can, I can benefit from that candle's light. And that's why it's such a blessing for us to, 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 to be uh, up with people and, 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 and around people and, for, and to be around other Christians. Because when we're around one another and we're with one another, then we light each other up and we light each other's lives up. And there may be areas in your life that are dark, but my candle can uh, 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 spread some light on that, shed some light on that. And yours can do the same thing. So we're candles in Christ, lit by the fire of God. And that wax, though, that wax that's all around us, that represents the sin that we're stuck in in this world. I mean, until Jesus comes back, we're stuck in this cursed world. But we're blessed The world gets worse and worse, but we get better and better in Christ. Why? Because we're on fire for God. And even though we're born in sin, we're born like that wick stuck in all that wax. The fire of knowing God, the fire of him coming into our lives, the fire of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost, it starts to burn the wax. It starts to burn away the sin. And the sin in our lives starts to reduce and reduce. And as we grow older, as we age, as that wick burns down, more and more of that wax just dissipates. It evaporates as that oil just evaporates as, as, as the fire of God in us. That sin burns it away until finally the wick is totally gone and the wax is totally gone. Now, you may say, oh, no, 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 but the wick is totally gone. So you mean to say I get rid of all this sin and then I? I die? Uh, what are you saying, Pastor Sergeant? No, I'm not saying that. Remember, I didn't say just the regular candle with the wick. I said those house scented candles and those come in a glass. And so after you burn down that wax and after you burn down that wick then all you have left is the glass, the wick is in our, our, our souls. The wick is the body. Our souls is the glass which lasts forever. And God is emptying it out of sin and of this, this body to give us a new body so that he, he, uh, 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 so that he can fill us with new things, with better things, things that eyes, neither eyes nor ears have seen or heard again. One day we're going to be filled with the glory of God. And that's why we live live these lives and praise him. And that's why we're on fire for him. Again, to burn away all this dross, to burn away all this sin, and to empty ourselves of this world and this worldly body. And again, become what he is, because we'll be like him once we get caught up. So, amen. And try not to move away from the you know, fire for God. Try not to move away from his will in your life. Try not to move away from his, his, his purpose in your life. I know sometimes it gets you know, hard and, and people want to They say things that will kind of move you off your square. They'll do things that will move you a little bit away from who you are and, and who, what you're trying to do in Christ, where you stand. But you got to be careful about that because that's the devil. He wants to move you from who you are and away from where you're standing because he knows that the Lord is melting away that sin. And as it turns to wax, as that sin gets looser and looser, then what he wants to do is say, hey, let me shake this up a little bit. Let me shake you up with a situation or a circumstance. And maybe that wax will start moving. And and, and while it's still, you know, uh, there and, and, and maybe it'll put out the flame. Maybe I can get that wax to rise up and put out that flame that you have for God. And so, you know, if you shake a candle up, especially after a bunch of the wax has melted and that wax will move like a wave and come up above the flame. So we have to watch that. We can't allow others to move us. We have to stand in the Lord and not be moved. We have to let our fire burn right where it is. And that's in the word of the Lord and that's in the spirit of the Lord. Psalm 55 and 12, when something comes at us, cast thy burden upon the Lord and he shall sustain thee. Don't be moved by other people saying this and that. Just cast your burden. Give those thoughts, give those words, give those actions to the Lord. And ask for wisdom on how to respond, ask for discernment on how to understand it. And he shall sustain you. He shall never suffer the righteous to be moved. That's because he loves us and we're righteous because Christ is our righteousness. And so he's with us in Christ and he's holding us steady in Christ. So don't lean towards your own understanding. You know, don't don't lean uh, to what you think. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding. And in every way possible, acknowledge him and he'll direct your paths. He'll keep that flame still surely he shall not be moved forever the righteous shall be in an everlasting remembrance amen so again what's left in the empty jar nothing wicked's gone this body's gonna be gone one day and that's a good thing. So don't worry about dying. Don't worry about being sick. Don't worry about tomorrow. There's enough sin in today. There's enough burning away today. Just trust and believe God. Because one old day, when this body gets old, which we, we all do, and this body passes on, then that's actually a good thing. Because once this body is gone, once I'm absent from this body, I'm present with the Lord. So, once that jar is empty, then that candle is really ready to be burning in and for the Lord in a whole new way. So, again, trust God and believe in who He is. Keep your fire burning because it gets tough out here. We talked about uh, this Sunday, the church and I, we talked about de icing, right? You've been at the airport before uh, on the plane and you're sitting there and you're waiting for takeoff. and you're, you're looking at your watch and you know it's, it's close to takeoff and now it's past takeoff. And you look outside the window to see what's going on. And there's this truck out there with a water hose hosing down the wings. And you say to you, and hosing down the nose. And you say to yourself, well, this is a fine time to wash the plane. Why are they washing the plane? We're okay, I mean, it's raining. It'll be okay, it'll get washed when it goes up there. <laughs> Well, let's explain what they're doing. They're de-icing the plane. You see, when a plane uh, goes up into those high altitudes, we all know that in the high altitudes, it's cold, right? So, you know, there's there's frost develop on the planes, on the wings, and and snow develops uh, and starts to sit and build up on the wings. So as those planes go up and fly at distances or multiple flights, then ice and snow, there's a buildup of it on the wings. And those flaps on the wings need to be able to move freely, and they need to be able to go up and down for the plane to go up and down. And also, the buildup of ice and snow, it creates an uneven flow of the air over the wing. The wings are made for the air to smoothly go over them, and, and, and that's how the flight is smooth and controlled. But when there's ice and snow on the wings, what happens is the air goes over the wings in a bumpy and uneven way. And that bumpy and uneven flow on the wings translates inside the plane to a whole bunch of shaking of the passengers and a whole bunch of what's called turbulation. So turbulence. So if you've been in a plane before and you've experienced turbulence, then uh, that's Pretty much what's going on most of the time is that, hey, there's some ice or some some, some snow or something on those wings. And other times there's a storm and all that sort of stuff and air pockets there some other reasons. But a lot of the times it's because of the buildup of ice and snow. So that's why when you land, uh, the plane comes down, they say, hey, we're going to have to wash it down because ice is clear. And so you don't always see ice. So you can't just look and say, OK, well, I don't see any ice. We don't have to de-ice the plane. They know that we need to do something to make sure that we can see the ice. So inside the water that they're spraying on those wings, they put this dye, this greenish blue dye. And so the greenish blue dye shows up wherever there's ice. It sticks to the snow and the ice and it runs off the rest of the plane. And so now they see the spots where the ice is and now they know to concentrate more until that blue is gone in that spot. And when all the bluish or greenish colors are gone, then they give the plane the, 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 the OK to take off. And in our lives, why I'm talking about de-icing, why we were discussing the de-icing is because week to week we come into church and we bless the Lord. And we 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 bless his name, we've landed safely to, to the place of worship. We're in the temple, we're inquiring of the beauty of his holiness, and we're blessing the Lord, and that feels good. But as you go through the week, you know, and you, you rise up and, and, and try to represent what you've learned and what you now know and and, and and represent this new faith and hope you have. We live in a cold world out there, and people are cold-hearted. And as we maneuver through all these people, some of that cold and some of that frost gets on us and starts to build up on us. And if we're not careful, it can take us down. So week to week and Sunday to to, to Wednesday Bible study to to, to Sunday, we de-ice. We get in the word of God and we pour it all over ourselves. We drench ourselves in the word of God. And as we drench ourselves in the word of God on Sundays and on Wednesdays or during the week in our home, if you get ice, you know, don't wait till Sunday. We drench ourselves in the word of God. and As we drench ourselves in the word of God, it melts the ice. It melts all those cold words that people have said to us. It melts all those mean and evil things that people have done to us. It melts it away, meaning it doesn't make it as if it didn't happen, but it melts all the angst that we have about it. It gives us a spirit of ease and comfort and contentment. And it gives us a spirit of forgiveness where we're willing to forgive and we're not willing to let these things pull us down and send us crashing out of these high places that we've reached in Christ Jesus. And the Lord is so good. And he knows that we don't always see our sins. Sometimes we have hidden sins. That's why the psalmist says, forgive me of my sins and the hidden sins. Because sometimes we do things we don't even know we're doing. Sometimes we're acting in mean and evil ways and we don't even recognize it. Sometimes we have ice on our wings and we can't see it. So the Lord, in the word of God, if you get into the word and you believe in Christ Jesus, then we've been given the spirit of God and the spirit of God will Give us a spirit of discernment as we read and as we drench ourselves in the Word, so that we can understand and help see where we're sinning and see where we're wrong and have the heart to confess. It's the Holy Spirit that opens that up and says, hey, there's some evil in your heart. There's some envy in your heart. There's some jealousy in your heart. There's some wrath in your heart. There's some vengeance in your heart that we didn't see. We thought we had forgiven somebody. We thought we had got over that. But the Holy Spirit It'll prick us with the word. It'll prick us as that word goes through us. And it'll cleanse, cleanse us. Because a little frost can really mess up the airflow over the wing. And a little evil, a little leaven, it ruin the whole lump. God is looking for us to be perfect in him. And by the word perfect, it doesn't mean that we don't commit any sins or do anything wrong. What's perfect to God is that we're seeking him. That's perfect. Just seek him just come after my name. I'm doing all the work. I'm the one who will cleanse you. I'm the one who will, who will do all the things that you need doing, that need to have done. So just come to me and trust in me and you'll be in perfect condition. And when flights take off, that's what they're looking for. After you clean those wings, you're also looking for perfect conditions. And what's perfect conditions? Not conditions where the sky is just blue and there's no not a cloud in the sky or 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 there's not a little rain coming or, or something happens. It that happens. Perfect conditions are conditions where you've done all you can to take off to, to be prepared to take off and you're trusting your equipment and you're rising up in it. Those are perfect conditions, conditions where you can fly in them. And per- perfect conditions to the Lord are conditions where we can trust them. Conditions where we believe in his name, condition where we're not doubting him, condition where we're not worrying him. That's perfect condition. My sister and brother-in-law, they have a car lot, a used car lot. And some of the cars are, you know, a bit gently used, but some are sold in what they call perfect condition. They go off the lot in perfect condition and they put a sign on it when it's in perfect condition. And that's what the Lord will do on us. That's why you got that smile on your face. That's why you got that smile in your heart. That's why you got that smile in your soul and in your spirit. That's that sign that the Lord has put on you, that you trust in him, and that you're in perfect condition. So I say, stay in perfect condition. Believe, trust God, and stay in him. Again, you've been given a second chance. The ice. Get all that stuff off you and go back up. Rise back up. You just had to come down to de-ice. You just had to come down to clean the wings. But now you're ready to leave and get off that runway. The conditions are perfect for your flight in Christ. I love you in the name of Jesus. Happy Sunday. God bless you. I invite you to go buy Happy Sunday because every day is Sunday. It's available on Amazon.com and at www.PastorStacySarton.com. If you go to that website, you can subscribe to my page. You can read the blog and you can see the podcast. Uh, or go to Spotify or any one of the podcast channels and you can hear the podcast too. I love you again in the name of Jesus Christ. What can I say? Peace and love and happy Sunday.